In the first quarter, Nintendo was among the rest of the gaming industry that reported massive increases across the board due to the quarantine just like Take-Two, EA, and Activision Blizzard. However, would the initial surge in the gaming industry slow down after the first quarter or would the gaming boon continue? And based on the financials from Nintendo's latest earnings report as well as the other publicly traded gaming companies, the answer is no. Gaming is not slowing down. This week on the Video Games Podcast, we take a closer look at Nintendo's financial report. Once again, in every category, Nintendo reported massive increases in sales in year-on-year and in some cases, even compared to last quarter. Now, what makes Nintendo's earnings report a big surprise is just how much momentum there has been for the Switch, especially in a year that has seen, and will continue to see, nothing major from first-party studios that would be considered popular enough to bundle the Switch with outside of Animal Crossing New Horizons that hit store shelves back on March 20th, which is outside of this current fiscal year. The major releases for the console this fiscal year include Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, Clubhouse 51, Paper Mario, and Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which is quite paltry considering Animal Crossing was released just at the very end of fiscal year 2020. Looking back on last fiscal year, there was a much steadier flow of first-party titles in addition to some great third-party titles. Pokemon Sword and Shield, Link's Awakening, as well as some very pleasant surprises like Ring Fit Adventure and Luigi's Mansion 3. Not to forget that Animal Crossing technically fell under last fiscal calendar. Third Party had some success as well with Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 and Astral Chain both selling over a million copies as well as Fire Emblem Three Houses moving over 3 million copies to date. Comparing those two lists, it is very easy to see a major difference in not only the quantity of premium titles but also the quality. Looking at you, Super Mario 3D All-Stars... Yet, in spite of a lack of premium titles released so far this fiscal year, Nintendo has seen a major boost in sales, with a large portion of that likely due to the pandemic, but also because they have such an excellent evergreen library. It's hard for me to fathom purchasing a Nintendo Switch for the first time in 2020, but if you did, imagine the library of games that you would have to choose from that basically fit any taste. If you like sports, then you have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and Mario Tennis Aces. If you like adventure, then you have Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey. If you're nostalgic, then you have Link's Awakening and Super Mario 3D All-Stars. This could go on for a while, but you get the idea. There is a great saying that you have to work hard to be lucky, and Nintendo is proof of this. They may not have much in the way of major releases this year during the pandemic, but their first-party library is, like usual, always enough to warrant a purchase, and we have seen this come to fruition in the latest earnings report. Everything is up. Net sales are up almost 74%, net profit is up 243%, 
Hardware sales are up almost 81%. Software sales are up almost 72%. And digital sales are up almost 140%. Now, focusing in on the digital sales being up is a very important victory for Nintendo as they have always been a little behind when it comes to this type of thing. Their online service this generation, albeit much less expensive than the competition, still has a lot of flaws. It's very possible that people are leaning into digital purchasing now since we are in a quarantine and will return to their normal habits once this thing passes. However, humans are habitual, meaning they will likely stick to some of the new methods and ways of purchasing games that they are now familiar with. All of these increases are compared to the same six-month period year on year. There was one figure that was up that is good news and bad news at the same time, though. Research and development is up 16.3%, which is bad news for obvious reasons. Mainly, more expenses is never a good thing. The good news is that going out on a limb, the increase could be due to Nintendo developing the speculated Nintendo Switch Pro that is likely to be released in 2021. The speculation, in addition to the increased R&D costs, does make a lot of sense. In just 10 days before the reporting of their previous fiscal year, Animal Crossing New Horizons was able to sell in the neighborhood of 12 million copies, which set records. And during this fiscal year, which started April 1st, and up until September 20th, the title has still been able to continue selling extremely strongly with another 14.27 million copies. This now brings the total sales to just above 26 million, making it the second best-selling game on the Switch, trailing only behind Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Now, in the same period, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe sold another 4.21 million copies, and that brings the total sales of that game up to 28.99 million, which is unheard of for a port. The assumption has to be made that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the best-selling remaster or port in the history of video games. The expectation is that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe will continue to reign supreme as the best-selling Switch title due to its evergreen nature and its widespread appeal to every demographic. If you have family or friends over in a safe manner, there was always a possibility of a game of Mario Kart 8 to be had, and it will also likely see a slight boost in popularity thanks to the recent release of Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Of the few first-party games that did release this fiscal year, the results were likely in line with the company's expectations of these titles. Paper Mario The Origami King sold 2.82 million, Clubhouse 51 sold 1.81 million, and Super Mario 3D All-Stars sold 5.21 million. Now, nothing overly jumps off the page here except the 5.21 million, which is impressive because the game was released on September 18th and generated that type of sales in just under two weeks. And this also shows that despite the lack of love and care that that compilation was shown, gamers will still buy almost anything from Nintendo from their vault. This is a strong reason for why even with a lack of new IP similar to Disney, Nintendo will be fine moving forward if they continue to repackage and find new ways to sell us products that we already know and love. Also, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Luigi's Mansion 3 and how it continues to sell well with an additional 1.51 million units this fiscal year, 
bringing the third entry in the series all the way up to 7.83 million copies sold. Now, there is a decent chance that Luigi's Mansion 3 will also have seen a slightly spooky October bump in sales, but I thought that the game was just such a fun time that I couldn't help but bringing it up. Now, a few weeks ago, we took a look at what Next Level Games might be working on after Luigi's Mansion 3, and I will leave a link to that article in the description. But with 7.83 million units in sales, it puts it just outside of the top 10 bestsellers of the Switch, with number 10 being new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe at 8.32. Total Switch sales have now eclipsed 68 million with 12.53 of those figures being sold since April 1st. The console sales split into about two-thirds for the standard Switch and about one-third for the Switch Lite and that is likely in line with what Nintendo had anticipated for the smaller, less functional system. However, considering that they basically have abandoned the 3DS, there is a lot of room for improvement in this department. There used to be strong sales for both the Switch as well as the 3DS, and now there's just strong sales for the Switch. There is a lot of opportunity for Nintendo to capture more attention on a lower price, strictly portable system such as the Switch Lite. Now I think the main reason for the somewhat slower acceptance of the system is that it doesn't overly fill the need of the Switch owner, and I think it also is too expensive for the 3DS demographic. I think there's a world in 2021 where Nintendo does introduce the Nintendo Switch Pro and is able to reduce the manufacturing cost on the Switch Lite, enabling the company to lower the price and as a result recapture that lower end demographic. The Nintendo Switch, based on projections, will surpass the 3DS sales by the end of fiscal year 2021 as the handheld currently sits at almost 76 million. Last fiscal year, both hardware and software exceeded revised projections, and if that happens this year, then it's likely that the Switch will also surpass the Game Boy Advance as well at 81.51 million units sold. And if this comes to pass, then the Switch would become the fourth best-selling system of Nintendo's long history. At this point, it would only be trailing the DS, the Game Boy, and the Wii, all systems that are in the conversation of best video game console of all time. One of the major results of this very impressive second quarter in a row is the increased forecasting for the back half of the fiscal year. Now, obviously, Nintendo has just entered into their most profitable quarter of the year, which encompasses both Black Friday and the holiday shopping season. The increased forecast wouldn't be all that surprising in any other year, but what makes it bold and impressive is that Nintendo is projecting higher sales in a year that will see brand new consoles from Sony and Microsoft. Using the earnings report to look ahead at the remaining five months in the fiscal year, things look fairly bleak for first-party Nintendo with the exception of Super Mario 3D World in February which is an amazing game that was underlooked on the Wii U as everything else on that awkward system. However, it is just another Wii U port in the long line of many that have already made their way to the Switch and will likely provide a slight boost in hardware sales for the people that never played it on the Wii U, which wasn't many. Now, Pokemon Snap, Breath of the Wild sequel, and Metroid Prime 4 are listed as TBD still. Although even with a lackluster year, with the exception of the Animal Crossing release, which came out last fiscal year, Nintendo was once again able to increase their projections for the remainder of fiscal year 2021. Now, last year was a great year for Nintendo as they sold about 168 million units of software 
and about 21 million hardware units. Both of these figures did beat the expectations, despite the projections being increased multiple times throughout the year. Now, after the first half of the year, Nintendo is now forecasting 24 million units of hardware and 170 million units of software. And with the majority of those sales coming during this current quarter, Nintendo is likely to beat both of those expectations once again, resulting in another strong year from the company. That's it for the Video Games Podcast this week. If you're a fan of Nintendo like myself, then you might enjoy a few articles on the site, including where the Mario Sports titles on the Switch, which system is most like the Wii, and what might happen for Zelda's 35th anniversary. Links for those articles will be posted in the description, so please check them out. Now, if you enjoyed the podcast, then be sure to like, subscribe, or share as it does help. As always, please remember to be nice to your fellow gamer, and more importantly, be nice to your fellow human. Thank you.